Hello and happy weekend. Welcome to Stew on This Weekly Reflections from My Heart. Today's episode is called Our Sacred Trust. A couple of weeks ago in uh, my first podcast, I used the word cultivate a lot. I was talking about that it would behoove us to cultivate the ability to appreciate the moment, to appreciate where we are, to to cultivate love, to cultivate a sense of more than enoughness, because even though we may think things have to change or we have to become something or we have to have something in the future or get rid of something in order to experience these things, the truth is they're all here and now. And if we do cultivate, if we do practice, if we do develop the ability to appreciate those things now, then all these beautiful things that come later in life will just be more appreciated and will just add to the richness of our life. So this word cultivate um, reminds me of plants, obviously, because the word means to grow crops. Uh, Originally, though, it meant to prepare the soil to to till the soil, to move the soil, to prepare it for the planting of crops. And if we carried that metaphor a little further and talked about our consciousness as a garden, then it's our job to cultivate the soil of that garden, to cultivate our consciousness for, hopefully, the planting of love and the planting of peace and the planting of joy, all those things that we most want in life. So our consciousness is not only the most fertile ground in the universe for love and joy and peace, it is something that we can take the responsibility for being stewards of. Sorry, that was bad English. (laughs) Because if we become gardeners and stewards of our consciousness, then again, we can pretty much live a bumper crop of everything we most deeply desire in life. When we, when we prepare and tend and guard our own consciousness, just like a plant. My gosh, we, you know, we, we prepare the soil, we water the plant, we give plants some nutrients, we, you know, we clear some weeds, even though... Uh, one person's weed is another person's flower, uh, but you know what I mean. We we guard the plant sometimes against critters. We put up a fence, you know. But but the actual growing of that plant, the actual creation of that plant, and the thriving of that plant is not something that's our job. That is up to the innate intelligence of the plant. So as we do that same work on our own consciousness, that same preparing, that same tilling, that same tending, that same guarding, we have an innate intelligence too. And it's ready, willing, able, and anxious to bring forth the miracle of of our love, of our gifts, of our power, of our ability to thrive and to have a huge impact on the world. You and I have this consciousness that is our sacred trust. And I get that expression from B.J. Palmer. B.J. Palmer was the, is called the developer of chiropractic. He was 14 years old when his father, D.D. Palmer, founded chiropractic. And by the time he was 18, B.J. was pretty much in left with the profession, its survival, its growth, its development. And that's pretty much what he devoted his life to for the next 60 years. The man wrote 37 textbooks on the science, philosophy, and art 
of chiropractic. Um, and his last words, his last written words, I'm going to read to you because they're beautiful. Well, I don't think I have to read to him, to you. Basically, he just said that you and I have a sacred trust. Guard it well. You know, he was talking about chiropractic. He was admonishing chiropractors to, to keep chiropractic pure and unsullied as he had done in his life. But he was telling us all something. We all have a sacred trust. Our consciousness. And it's our job to guard it. It's our job to cultivate it. It's our job to prepare it for love, for joy, for peace, for the things we want. We have, again, a beautiful garden. I remember John D. Martini saying, after telling a long story, this was the punchline, that if we don't keep planting flowers in our garden, we'll forever be pulling weeds. Well, part of cultivating a garden is pulling weeds, and certainly part of cultivating a consciousness is pulling weeds. We do our forgiveness work. We, we do the work on ourselves to hopefully either um, work through or integrate, hopefully, those parts of ourselves that we don't like as much or that we think get in the way of that free and bounteous flow of love that's always weaving its way through our consciousness. Um, and in addition to pulling weeds, especially when we're talking about our consciousness, it's really, really important to plant flowers, to put things into our consciousness that we want there. You know, there's always things in the world that are trying to get in there. There's things in my own head that are trying to get into my consciousness from the past, from, from past, you know, from wherever that I don't necessarily want in there. So I have to plant flowers. I have to actively, consciously plant that which I want to take root in that consciousness because again my consciousness is incredibly fertile ground for everything for everything i plant in there so we do things to prepare our consciousness and to plant flowers things that we'll be talking about in future podcasts like meditation and visualization affirmations you know things to remind us of what's true um we can practice self-care um, we can actively and consciously do things to nurture our soul. These are important. These are ways that we can continue to nurture that consciousness so we can choose love, so we can notice when we're entertaining something else. I am nurturing my soul right now. We're at the end of a week at the California coast, so if I sound mellow, it's because I am. And I am incredibly full and nurtured, um, ready to share my gifts as soon as we get home. Actually, I'm doing it right now. I'm, I have a bursting, nurtured soul. And this is so important. This is so important for our gardens. This is so important for our consciousness. This is so important for us, especially if we are into the serving and loving and giving thing, to be able to give ourselves, uh, to fill ourselves, to recharge ourselves so we can give from fullness and not from a tapped out place or a burnt out place. This is huge. Plant flowers. If we're not planting flowers all the time, then we will forever be pulling weeds. And so, so part of that, for me, is simply to be focusing and thinking about things I want to be thinking and focusing on. 
I want to be thinking and focusing on love. I want to be meditating on love. I want to be affirming love. I want to be filling my consciousness with love. I mean, ideally, I want to be allowing only love in and only love out. And what if I did this? What if I did this 10% more every week? What if I did this 1% more every week? You know, I believe there's a law of perception. Many people talk about the law of attraction. But I don't think if I just think about love, then magically love comes from some other place in the universe. I think it's already here. And the only reason that perhaps I'm not experiencing and expressing more of it is because I am perceiving and seeing other things. We saw a film in my uh, training to become a Unity teacher, and some of you have seen this film. It was a basketball game. It was just a few minutes, and we were told by the teacher to count the number of bounce passes that the black-shirted uh, team makes. Something like that. It was, I don't remember exactly. So we watch the film, and everybody's counting bounce passes, and the film ends, and the teacher says, okay, how many bounce passes did you count? And uh, the first interesting thing was there's 20, 21 or something people in the class, and every single person came up with a different number of bounce passes. Um, it was funny because several of us were really sure we had counted the number of bounce passes correctly, and we still don't know who was correct about that, but that's another story. The other thing was the teacher then says, okay, how many of you saw the gorilla? And we're like, what gorilla? And she shows the film again, and sure enough, there's a guy in a gorilla suit, and he's not just like hiding in the background. He is weaving his way through the game. Um, <laughs> he, he couldn't be making himself more obvious, but not a single person in the class had seen the gorilla the first time around. Why? Because we were focused on bounce passes. So let's just take this a little further. If bounce passes in my life are things like lack and things like I don't deserve or things like I am stupid or people are stupid or, or the world is unfair or I'm a victim or, or any of these things, then what are the chances of things like love growing in my garden? I mean, it would have to be pure luck. <laughs> and, and I don't believe that's how it works. So, again, what if I decide right now I'm going to focus on gorillas? Gorillas being love, gorillas being fulfillment, gorillas being peace and joy and and compassion and brotherhood and sisterhood and, and connection and oneness. What if I just chose to focus on gorillas? You think I'd be seeing more of those things? I think so, because again, there's, there's a law of perception. I, I remember when I wanted to buy my green Toyota Highlander for weeks before I got the opportunity to actually buy it, uh, all of a sudden the only cars on the road were green Toyota Highlanders. And I'm like, I don't even want this car anymore. Everybody's got it. <laughs> and, and, and so the question is, did, did I attract those green Toyota Highlanders onto the road those, in those weeks? Or, or were they always there? And I was just perceiving or seeing them now because I had chosen to focus on them. Well, Again, what if, what if love 
was a Toyota Highlander. What, what if? That's that's a funny statement. What what if what if joy and all these things were just as ubiquitous and just as much here and just as and just as much weaving their way through the basketball game of my life as green Toyota Highlanders are? Then then maybe if I start focusing on that, start deciding to see that in the world, deciding that no matter what I see, that's how I'm going to perceive it. Then maybe, and no, maybe about it. I will definitely experience and express more of those gorillas in my life. And hey, gorillas are cool. So let's prepare our soil, the soil of our consciousness, the beautiful garden from which everything and anything can be created. Let's prepare that for love, with love. For you and I have in our possession a sacred trust, our beautiful consciousness, our beautiful, ever-present, bounteous flow of love. So let's guard it well. Okay, so stew on that, and I will talk to you next week.